Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. Oh, happy Yuletide blessings. Oh, yeah, it's the solstice today. Yeah. So my friend who's a witch was just telling me that Yule is an old pagan holiday that has since become like Christmas as we know it today. And you know how we put a star on top of our Christmas tree? Mm-hmm. That is to represent like light, like the sun coming back, which because I never knew. I didn't know that. And know that. Um, she said that it's like a pagan ritual to... Um, on the evening of Yule to like light a candle and to set intentions for the year ahead. Hmm. Yeah, I just read um, actually because I'm doing I'm finishing the Capricorn one, mm-hmm. and um, my friend wrote this really great article on winter solstice, like the whole Yule ritual with the Yule log. Oh, awesome! Hmm. Yeah. I know nothing about the Yule log. I'm gonna try to do it. You'll have to uh, get the as above, so below. Then you can learn about it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna send it to her. <laughs> this one's been so hard to finish because of the holidays. Oh sure. God, yeah, a lot of activities happening. It's been a bitch, and I got a new puppy. Oh <gasps> no way! Oh, oh my yeah. gosh! Oh my God! Talk about a bitch. Is it a female dog? Yeah, so Aww. sweet. How fresh? She's three months. Oh yeah, my that's God. fresh. Oh, yeah. She's the freshest. What kind? <laughs> she's a little um, mini schnauzer mix. I love them. Are they the ones with like the little mustache beards? You yeah. Know? Those ones are funny. They remind me of like Scotland or England. What about eyebrows, right? Like the schnauzers have a beard, mustache, but and that's, eyebrows. That's like a cut, you know? They cut them like that. Okay. Oh. Isn't there a schnauzer in 101 Dalmatians? Oh, he's a schnauzer. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And he's he, so like, cute. The tramp. Yeah. The tramp? Lady in the the trip. Or did you say 101 Dalmatians? (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. Wrong movie. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. It it could also have been the Aristocats. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're all mixed up. (laughs) So, so much for that. (laughs) Let's just get our moon straight and our season straight. New moon Capricorn. (laughs) It's It's new moon, bitch. Space cord, space cord. Space cord, space cord. Space cord, space cord. Space cord. December twenty sixth, two thousand nineteen. New moon and solar eclipse in Capricorn. We invite you to join us on this voyage of discovery. We would like to introduce you to the editor-in-chief of Zodiac Season magazine, as above, so below, Catherine Diaz. Taurus Sun. Libra Moon. Aquarius Rising. This is a solar eclipse. Oh, God, that's right. Mm-hmm. On Christmas Day, right? It's the 26th. No, it's the 26th. Oh, okay. Kwanzaa, also known as Kwanzaa. <laughs> and Boxing Day. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, 
if you're English. Right. Okay. Good to know. Celebrating all of the um, traditions and holidays. We would like to introduce you to astrologer and holistic nutritionist, Say Pitton. Cancer Sun. Capricorn Moon. Virgo Rising. So I've always thought that it was ironic how Christmas is traditionally associated with being like a family time, you know, mm-hmm. or like chosen family time. But it's in the season of Capricorn, which is like the complete opposite of the fourth house, which is family. It's Capricorn rules the 10th house, which is the total opposite. Like it's like mm-hmm. ambitious and working hard at your job and what you're giving to society, like your public self. And it's very like cold hearted kind of self-driven, like self-serving kind of. That's how I see Capricorn. It's really about like achieving the goal, whatever the designated goal is. And at the expense of everything else, right? Yeah. So that's why the interpretation is kind of cold-hearted because you're so fixated on whatever goal that you have that everything else gets kind of... Pushed aside. Mm -hmm. It's a strong energy. That kind of focus, that kind of intention, that kind of determination. It's like that goat climbing the mountain so yeah i always just thought it was a very ironic thing Mm. well christmas is in the season of capricorn we would like to introduce you to freelance philosopher rachel villaverde cancer sun cancer moon gemini rising you know a lot of the times the goal tends to encompass family I mean, not necessarily, but I feel like so much of the people that I know that are working are working for their family, you know, of course themselves too. Mm. But And then I, when I think just even childhood growing up, like it was whatever was happening was for the family, you know? And so I think Christmas is this gathering time and kind of reaping the rewards of that, of that season. I think it's more ironic that, you know, this is supposed to be the time to kind of go inward and like start the hibernation, right? We're going into winter. Yeah. Yeah. So at the beginning of that kind of, yeah, having this familial focus before going internal, you know, it's interesting, you know, when you said the Cancer Capricorn opposite, I don't think I have any Capricorn in my chart except for my South Node, but I have a lot of Capricorns in my life. And I, and I really identify with like the Capricorn energy, like with, you know, perseverance, determination, that sort of thing. Like I very goal oriented. Having Mm -hmm. your South Node there. Is very, yeah. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, that's like what you're used to. The South Node is underrated. I think. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, it makes sense for me, definitely, that I'm a Capricorn South Node. Because when, when I'm working, I work really hard. Mm. And it's just like that, like, push forward, you know? Mm-hmm. Hard to slow it down. And It's true. When it's on, it's on. If you're working on the Cap magazine, do you have some more information on this eclipse or any Capricorn things? Without revealing too much. I know, without revealing too much. This is conjunct Jupiter, so that's nice. But yeah. When it, whenever there's an, a, um, a Jupiter conjunction, that's pretty optimistic and happy and lucky. It's expansion, enthusiasm. That's nice. Mm-hmm. It's also trining Uranus, so that can be like good surprises. All new moons are about new beginnings, so it's an opportunity to finish something that you've already started. It's the ending of a cycle that began during the summer. So when eclipse season happened this summer, this is like the ending of this cycle. Yeah. And uh, 
new beginning, a fresh start of a, a new cycle. Yeah, it's a great time to think about if there is an area in your life, essentially you could look at your chart and see like where Cancer and Capricorn are and to see if those areas in your life, if there have been a series of events that have been taking place in line with the eclipses to see if there have been major shifts or if you're thinking differently about certain things. So for example, in my chart, I have Capricorn in the fourth house and these eclipses have definitely been waking me up to being open to new homing situations and like viewing my family in a new light. And it's been this like ongoing series of like my attention being brought back to that area and also like opening myself up to new ideas of like what my family could be like or what I want for a family, or what family even means to me, mm -hmm. things like that. So second house is my Cancer, and eighth house is my Capricorn. Is that mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. When I think about the past six months, I mean, we started Space Court on the July 2nd eclipse, and another eclipse is coming, and all I keep thinking is, oh, this is the six-month mark, you know? My brain is only Space Court, and Space Court has nothing to do with money. But I was talking to my friend Hillary this morning. We were talking about money, and we were talking about currency, and I was just saying a lot of the connections that I've made over the past six months, and just kind of how I was talking to you, say, about I feel like this information, this currency of knowledge through astrology needs to have a shift so that people that are non-astrology speakers can receive it better, mm -hmm. you know? And I feel very driven by that and motivated by having conversations with people that have natal chart readings and people that are going to get natal chart readings as like, hey, I think this, need, this exchange needs to be different, you know, because for whatever reason, the way that it's been, I don't think it's serving anymore, you know, mm. or serving as, uh, as optimally as it could. New moon and Capricorn. Do you really resonate with Capricorn because of your moon? I just remember the feeling that I got when I first found out that I was a moon in Capricorn. I was like, what? Like I didn't, <laughs> I, I did not, I didn't feel it. And it could be because I'm a sun in cancer. So it's like the total opposite, you know? Complete opposite. Yeah. And I, and <laughs> I feel, yeah. And I feel my cancer a lot because I think I have both sun and Mars in cancer. And my moon is in the fourth house, which is ruled by cancer. So yeah, at first, my initial reaction was like aversion. I was like, no, I don't want to be a moon in Capricorn. Like, that sounds like so cold and like um, just unrelatable. But over time, especially because, and I've told you about this person, I have a friend who's born 10 hours before me. So her and I have basically the same chart, but just with like, it's like one house placement different. So having like, someone else to reflect back to me my own what i possess has been helpful mm. the thing i've noticed about people with a capricorn moon is that they're like pretty hard on themselves oh, oh yeah certainly it was really interesting because you know i've been working on this magazine and i've i have so many capricorn women friends yeah capricorns are so hard on themselves and they were all like no no <laughs> and i'm like what <laughs> They're, so you think more, maybe it's more with the moon though. That's they what feel, I don't know. Yeah. Is it more with the moon? I think that's accurate with my mother, who's a Capricorn moon. 
but she's also Virgo, which Virgo I think has a tendency of being hard on himself as well. Oh, so she's a Virgo cap. Yeah. She's a Virgo sun Capricorn moon. So she's That's a, so practical. Yeah. She's a, and she's a mega dose of hard on herself for sure. So in terms of the new moon, focusing on making sensible decisions, maturity, retirement, I mean, Hmm. yeah and old age Mm. this is so so like blah sad (laughs) (laughs) all of your least favorite things (laughs) yeah retirement i was at a party recently and someone was like talking to me about their retirement plan and i'm like oh my god 35 (laughs) (laughs) i do not want to hear this right now (laughs) especially at a party right (laughs) (laughs) there is a time and a place yeah and it is not at a party. I am not your accountant. <laughs> I wonder if they were a Capricorn. They could be, yeah. <laughs> I do really enjoy the company of old people, like seniors. I love having them impart their wisdom with me. Like, I feel like that's very special. Mm. Yeah, I love me some elder time, you know? Yeah. I mean, and I'm always, I'm really good with old people. I feel like we get along so well. Mm. I mean... I'm well, because you retired up. at like, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. 28. Oh my God, that's right. <laughs> I know. It's the simple things. When you retire that young, I think the benefit is that you still have your health. These elders that I'm hanging out with, I mean, they're, they're on the last legs, you know. I'm definitely on the decline, but I'm not on the last legs. So I'm a little no. spring chicken, you know. Yeah, um, not even close. <laughs> Self-discipline, anything with responsibility, adult behavior, keeping commitments, competency. Ooh, public image. That's a good one. Mm. Your profession, social status, achieving goals, recognition, respect, reputation. That's the focus of this new moon or the Capricorn moon. Um, If you want to create some new moon wishes about or setting some intentions about your public image or reputation, this is a really good moon for that. Mm. Do you want to do a round robin of where it is in our chart? Okay. Do you know where it is in your chart, Rachel? Well, I assume that it's in my eighth house because that's oh, yeah. where Capricorn is. I think that's right. Four degrees Capricorn. So new moon in my eighth house, transformation. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. There are things. It could also be a time of deep feelings because eighth house is underneath the surface it's like very deep it could also be secrets yeah i've um definitely been really emotional the past mm-hmm. couple of days but i've also been on my bleed so mm-hmm. i think the the coupling of those two things have probably you know and and for no particular reason just cuz i have deep feeling and i don't know where it's stemming from or what it's stemming from i think that capricorn rules, rules my 12th house oh Mm. yeah it does so that'll be interesting it could be a time of rest like it could be a great time to take some rest i need it so that's good timing and it'll be christmas night um here on the west coast yeah it's uh, i think 10 p.m pacific standard time and everywhere else in the world it will be on the 26th Mm. Uh, i plan to make a vision board the day after christmas oh nice so yeah arts and crafts I think I'm going to try to do that today. Do it. Uh, where does it fall for you, Say? 
It falls in my fourth house and it's pretty close to my Neptune because I have Neptune at two degrees of Capricorn. Mm -hmm. So it might evoke new ideals about what kind of a home I want to have. Home and family. I want a dog. Oh, it's really, really a joy. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. I can hear the wind chimes very well. Mm. The Hawaiian winds. Yeah. It's the aloha. It's in the air. Space Chord. Space Chord. Inspired by our natal chart and sinistry readings of Britney Spears, Space Court will now utilize Britney's Gimme More in our moon introductions. All credit and thanks goes to Britney Spears and her constituents.